Hey, this is Miko. This is Ernest. Julio. <laughs> ben Miller. And this is the Geek Studios Podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Studios Podcast. That was a horrible introduction. <laughs> that was my fault. I take the blame for that one. Well, actually, I blame Tank for it because... There was no cue cards, there, there, <laughs> Tank is supposed to be in charge of that. He was just like, go ahead, guys. Anyways, <laughs> so today uh, we have uh, Ernest Roberts for the first time uh, doing the podcast with us. Um, we also have Ben Miller and Julio Guevara, who are going to tell us talk to us a little bit about co- their comics and what... Like, um, how they got into comics and a little bit of why they do the comic books they do. Okay, so, um, first of all, it's, it's around Halloween time. So how do you guys prepare for Halloween? Like, do you guys watch scary movies? Do you guys go and look for costumes to dress up? Do you guys go trick-or-treating? Like, like I still go trick-or-treating when I can. What about you guys? Excuse though. <laughs> First off, let's just know that everybody, I'm still wearing my co- Halloween costume right now. You're a smart man. <laughs> Which is, it's weird. His costume is, it's Jack Skeleton, but with a panda mask. <laughs> Why does he have a panda mask? <laughs> to explain, I wanted to be a little bit more creepy than in the average person, but then I'll... It's like two costumes in one. So it's like, all right, when I want to um, go to the adult parties, I'm a creepy panda. But for the kids, I'm just Jack Skeleton. I don't know, man. It, 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 the panda had a pink beard. Pink? It, it was more reddish. I was I was rabbit. It, it's pink, bro. I was <laughs> rabbit. It, it's a rabbit panda. Did, panda, you, panda, did you put panda. the paint on it? Or did it come like that? See, um, <laughs> that we'll talk about later. What <laughs> happened was. <laughs> okay, what about you guys? Do you guys go trick-or-treating? Do you guys watch scary movies? I And if so, what, what are the movies that you guys are watching right now? Oh, man. Or the series you guys are watching right now? All right, so I do, I watch one a day uh, in October. Uh, it varies on, like, what I feel like doing. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, that is pink, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's um, pink. <laughs> Sorry, oh that's, man, that, that's a that's a pink panda, what? man. <laughs> it's such an aggressive panda. <laughs> oh, that just threw me off. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I watch uh, a movie a day, uh, type deal. This year I'm doing all the classic stuff. So I'm watch- I picked up that uh, Universal Monsters like 30 pack that just came out they restored all of them for 4k and and did all of them so i picked that up so i'm watching those like revisiting why we got horror now i'm a big like slasher 80s guy so i want to step away from that for a while i'm getting old man just seeing the same thing over and over again but i did enjoy the new halloween movie did fantastic you? so yeah that's that's mostly what i do what was your favorite one so far favorite one that i've seen so far um in this like in this your 30 day 30 day movies um 
You're gonna say Invisible Agent, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you were gonna say it. No, it wasn't. That's just an ongoing gag. Um, no, but it, the Invisible Man stuff. Period. I, I want to say the original one, the first one. Just that was really good. Just seeing how um, it. How can I say it? The special effects they did for that movie. I guess I went in deep for it. Not like, oh, this is a great story and great <laughs> acting. It was just like, how did they do that back then, you know? Because, like, now, you know, it's just like, oh, click this and click that. And poof, we got Invisible Man. <laughs> you know, or, like, we can make this you know, CGI and stuff like that. But back then, they didn't have that. So, like, trying to figure out, like, did they layer it? You know, did they have to go back and do, like, a bunch of reshoots to, like, and then die cut everything and lay it on the film so it can look like it you know and some stuff is the, the you know you see the string yeah <laughs> you know but the other stuff like him taking off the robe putting the robe on it was like you can't do that with a string man how like uh fluid it looked and, and everything like that like the wrinkles and stuff like that like you can tell if it was like being hung but you can see it like being put on a person and like they do ex uh, effects when he's starting to put stuff on the face and you start seeing like a real face. Like how did they do that? So I want to say those stuff because just like it was cutting edge for its time and I still think it is like we have to revisit stuff like that. Like the practical effects. Uh -huh. Like I think that's becoming a lost art. But like things with walking, like The Walking Dead is a, a beautiful um marriage of both because that guy comes from sam raimi's or yeah. uh, not sam raimi tom savini's school of practical effects and that dude was like the king in the 80s and now greg nicotero is like the guy now but he's married like i didn't forget my roots of practical and we're gonna add some cgi just to like tighten it up a little bit yeah so yeah i would say the invisible man stuff just because it was just done perfectly i think to me what about you, Ben? Um, like the only time I really watch horror movies is when I'm at Julio's house. <laughs> uh, it's just not my thing. But like, he had like a horror movie marathon, and we went over and watched a bunch of horror movies, like yeah. some bad ones that are really just bad for no reason. We oh, you love demons. Demon. We watched Demons, which is an Italian movie that dubbed over in English, and it it was per like I don't know if they purposely made it bad, but it was hilarious. Um, and we watched, uh, well, what did Lisa pick? The Igor movie or whatever. Uh, Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, that one wasn't good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we watched Mandy, which I liked a lot. It's really weird. The Nick Cage movie and... Oh, okay, yeah. The original Halloween. The original Halloween, which I gotta say, I thought was a little boring. Like, I know that, like, the sacrilege is like horror fans, but, like, it's just about horny teenagers for the first 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they get their American job. Pie, and then it turns into a slash. <laughs> That's how most of the I'm just like, okay, is something going to happen? <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. Like, horror's never really been my thing. I like Quiet Place a lot, though. But it's just not my thing. I watched The Walking Dead, but... Yeah, it's just not my, not my thing. I take my kid trick or treating because she likes candy, as kids do. But like, I like candy. She, <laughs> she's she's going as, as Supergirl this year, possibly Supergirl with a with a, a unicorn headband. I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> just say it's like Super Supergirl being a member of the New Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That, it's a perfect. 
There you go. They, that is a perfect is, explanation. Yeah. It's a mashup. It's a mashup. Yeah, that's what it'll be. <laughs> like, uh, yesterday I went to um, a haunted house. I went to Statesville. Oh, and I was so. trying to convince Ernest to go with me, but I guess that's not his thing. I actually went to a haunted house. Uh, um, I, I see, 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 what it, see okay. what had happened was I had previous engagements, <laughs> but it didn't affect me the way that I thought it would. Um, oh, the panda! It's been, I guess since it's been so long since I've been to a haunted house, or like I kind of expected everything. They kept sending us through these dark rooms. It's like, oh, okay. Somebody jump out that corner. Bam. Oh, my God. There they go. <laughs> and then it's like, all right. Lights get dark again. Okay, apparently somebody's going to jump out again. Turn to the right. No. Turn to the left. There they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's how haunted houses are. Do you, do you really think they're haunted? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I expected so much more than that. Like, I wanted to be legit scared. I wanted to be terrified. But I guess because I'm a technical thinker, I think about how everything is done and how it's set up. So it's like logically, when is the best time to scare somebody? Oh, the lights are off. Let's make they can't see anything. It's probably the best time to jump out of a random spot. Is it to the left? Nope. It must be to the right then. No, like I went, I went yesterday and I got molested more than I did get scared. <laughs> Like, like, yes, I did. Like, uh, every single time, you know, they, they line you up in lines, right? So, they were like, the guy that was there is like, you, come here, come here, come over here. And I'm like, what, me? And everybody around me is like, yeah, they're calling you. You know, you need to step up. All right, so I went up. Then they start playing with my beard. They start playing with my hair. I'm like, uh, okay. And the, the guy would be like, I'm keeping you tonight. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, can I go back in line now? Like, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> and I thought it was all right. Maybe it's just one guy, right? Then the second guy from the, from the next line, he did the same thing. And, like, uh, I went with my girlfriend and all her cousins. And all her cousins were telling my girlfriend, like, um, I, they might want to keep your boyfriend. You do know that, right? She's like, no, no, no. She'll tell him, like, oh, excuse me. He's, you know, he's taken already. <laughs> and the, and uh, one of the guys was like, oh, he's like, don't worry. I'll show him a better time. I'm like, oh, you know what? Nope. I'm going back in line now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I agree. Um, I like horror. It's not my favorite genre. But I really do like it, and my girlfriend's really trying to force me into it. Uh, right now, I'm watching on Netflix, uh, what is it, The, the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that one's pretty good. Um, Sabrina came out, too. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the old TV show. The yeah, I've TV. seen the old TV show, and I know the new one's nothing like it. No, the new yeah. one's nothing like it. It's, it's kind of like an Archie, but it's kind of like an Archie kind of feel for it. But at the same time, it's gory. So it's 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 interesting. It's really it's like good Riverdale, though. Riverdale, bro. You yeah, need <laughs> there you go. It's like, am, like, it's like Riverdale. There you go. I am and not they, jumping on they that. They reference band. Riverdale a lot. See, now I gotta watch it. Like I understand Riverdale's a bad show. Like I, <laughs> I, love, I, Riverdale. I love Riverdale. I understand, but it's like a car accident that I can't look away from. <laughs> like for some reason, Jughead and his dad are in a motorcycle gang, and like. Betty, which one? Veronica's dad is in like some sort of weird Canadian mafia, yeah. and and Betty's dad's a serial killer. Like it's 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 ridiculous, and yet I can't look away. <laughs> I'm like it's really good, and they do reference a lot, like um, because she goes to one school and they say that their school rivals is Riverdale, so they'll talk about him. And you know how Archie's like, what was he like the star quarterback? So they'll mm. mention Archie every, every once in a while. So it is pretty good. Like I haven't seen them combine them 100 percent yet. Then I'm I'm in the first episodes. 
<laughs> they're going to they're gonna have to you're gonna oh, hold yeah. a thing at your house like Julio come over come we're watching, watching. <laughs> 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 over Supreme Crossover it's bigger than the, the Elseworld sting on Flash and Arrow we're watching this yeah I don't know like I was very excited Like, are, have you guys ever watched um, Supernatural yeah the show Some, yeah I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm all 14 seasons in. Like, oh. like I've seen all the... I haven't seen the, the new season, but, like, I've seen the previous 13. It's not as good as it used to be. No, it's but, not. Like, it, but it, it, it's it, like, it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this thing out till the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well, like... But, like, the episode when they, they teamed up with Scooby-Doo, I love that That episode. was great. I, that was a great episode. I put a reminder on my phone. I recorded them on, on, uh, on the TV... I watched it like three times. I bought shirts that had Supernatural with Scooby Doo on them. I was really, I was pumped. I was like, you know what? This is like, this is my my uh, Infinity War before Infinity War. You know? <laughs> like, all oh, everybody coming together. You know, sometimes I wonder about your sanity because I did not. <laughs> I, I jumped ship way before. Like, it was good. It was great. When it was good, it was great. And then it kind of started going downhill. I'm like, I, I stayed on for another season and it. The worst it got, I'm like, you know what? They became whiny. They became like it. It was just so much dramatics. Like it. It wasn't more about action. It was just so I'm I'm whining. And they switched the reverse uh the roles where Dean became the softer guy and Sam became the hardcore guy. But it was like that's not what we we're used to. It's like it was a sudden switch up. And everybody's down whining, and he's crying. Oh my God, he's he now he's gonna be the vessel of uh, hell, and he's gonna be the vessel of heaven, and it it just wasn't working for me. It was like Dragon Ball, like everybody dies and came back. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I liked about it. Like going around finished. legitly, like collecting stuff to bring <laughs> other people back. <laughs> if that's legit, like I will start watching. I mean, so sometimes they will collect. <laughs> yeah, stuff. I mean, they, they work. Sometimes they will they collect stuff, stuff too. You gotta get this thing to bring this person back. And it's only yeah. like 14 seasons I'm behind now. <laughs> <laughs> but the the first ones are epic. Like you, the once you start really watching, the you fir- will... yeah, the first three seasons were really good. Yeah. Then it kind of goes downhill. It goes up. It's like a roller coaster. It goes up and down, mm. up and down. Season and six down. was probably the low point. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right, guys. Well, anyways, uh, let's start talking about some of the work you guys been doing. So, um, I know you guys have been doing botched and what was your lush? Yeah, lush was uh, a collective um, from a group uh, that we have back home. Uh, well, it's not even that far from here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I say back home. <laughs> back all, in Northwest Indiana. All, all the way home. I know. All the way. How long did it take us? 45 minutes to get yeah. here? <laughs> all the way 45 minutes. Uh, but a buddy of ours, a mutual friend, his name's Adam Foster. He, uh, he put together a, uh, a collective group, uh, basically like a safe zone of creatives, whether it's writers, inkers, artists, letters, whole nine. Uh, put us together and everything and we were doing our own thing for a while and and we all kind of wanted to work you know with each other and see what what we can do so we put the the book lush out um it's like six stories 11 artists or 11 creatives something like that and um as i told you before in video and whatnot it's legitly a uh a patent like a labor of love yeah, we're doing that right now. Like I said before, before this was recorded. Um, no, but that, that was our thing. Like we did it, and everyone like branched out. Like uh, Miller and I 
started doing nerd life for, from it we decided hey we're, let's keep going let's see if, how much we can do with that bill hallier who has a story in there was like hey i, I want to keep going with my story uh jack started doing his story more uh so it was a cool like jump off point you know especially for those people who didn't know us at all and it was cool because it was like some people uh ashley she did the back cover it was like a gag cover um it was like her first con so she had her first book like first published work with us all together and it was cool like we were all in like the same section of artist alley so every time someone bought a book all you hear was lush out loud and, <laughs> you know but it got people to go see everyone like you might you know might like judges but never knew about Humalian. You might like Humalian, but never knew of Pens and Needles or The Last Unicorn. So it was cool. It was Deathbag. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. The one that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start <laughs> plugging my <laughs> uh, But yeah, it, it made everyone go and look at other stuff that we've done and and really bring everyone together and things of that nature. It showed like a community, man, because not too many, like everyone hates on each other, you know, and just like. Yeah, well, I'm better than you because I got this deal. Nah, man, we're all in the same boat. We're all published, you know. So yeah. why, you know, if one wins, we all win. Keep so up that. was it like the Justice League of the Northwest uh, Indiana yeah. comic? I, <laughs> yeah, uh... Don't, don't, don't. Superman's on that team. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Avengers. The, uh, like the, the Avengers, the Avengers of Northwest Indiana. <laughs> Right. What were you gonna say? I dog Superman. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that was that was a fun project. It really was, yeah. you know, just kind of, you know, being there with other people, seeing what they what they like to do, what different, you know, different people's styles all in the one book, and just kind of like, you know, then like if I go to a con somewhere where those people aren't, you know, and somebody's flipping through, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's this guy. You know, his stuff. And, you know, they can kind of... You can kind of help promote other people yeah. in the group with, uh, without them necessarily even having to be there, so... Yeah. All right, so uh, now let's talk a little bit about Botched. So Botched is a wrestling comic book. Yeah. Yeah. Where did this idea come from? Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I was at a con. I won't say which con it is because I don't... Like, maybe someday they'll have me as a guest. Um, <laughs> But it was dead. And I'm, like, just sitting there, and I'm, like, I'm bored. And, like, I started thinking about, like, wrestling because I love wrestling. And so I started writing out all these ideas on, like, a, on like a backboard for, like, 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 the comic board. Yeah. And I'm, like, writing out all these notes. And, uh, like, I get back to the hotel, and I start writing it. And I just start writing. And I'm, like, so I'm telling Julio about this comic. And he's, like, oh, that sounds really cool. I'm, like, you know I want you to draw it, right? He's, <laughs> like... It's like I was hoping you were gonna have me try, <laughs> and so like I said, I I, I just kind of shot in the script, and uh, you know it's cool because like with him, I can be like, All right, so this is like what, what happened with the Macho Man, you know, this one time he's like, yeah, I got it, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, like I included like little like clips like to the internet, but he didn't need them. <laughs> but, like that script was funny as hell to read. <laughs> so it's, it's he. He details uh, his stuff, not to a T like some writers, but he details like, hey, this is what's going on. So you can kind of like visualize it and run with it. So there's a lot of like callbacks to WWF and WWE in there. And um, 
So there's a part that recalls to Macho Man and Jake the Snake Roberts. And he puts he puts detailed what's going on and he goes, parentheses, like the Macho Man and <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts time. And he sends me video links. And I'm sitting there like, I remember this, dude. Like, don't worry. I got it. I, I, I know what this is. So when, when I send him back the pages, like every time I was done with a page, I'll shoot it to him. Like, hey, what do you think? He goes, you hit that dead on. Yeah, I remember the feud. <laughs> I remember what happened. I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. So, take shots at Cena, which is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me? Uh, yeah. And, and, mm. and, yeah, that was in the book. <laughs> I told him that my pay rate for, <laughs> for that had to go up because I had to draw that in the book. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just fun. You know, it's a story about, like, this indie wrestler which we go to a lot of indie shows and not necessarily like... Like what we told you guys before. <laughs> no, but like not necessarily like high quality indie shows, but like guys that are just getting started or guys that shouldn't start. And <laughs> or guys that should already retire. Yeah, yeah already retired. Guys on the way out. Guys on the way out. And so it's like we see a lot of guys that are, are really just starting to grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you know, are living that life of like living in their car, going from town to town to town to town kind of stuff. And so I decided to do a story kind of about like a guy like that, only like he gets his neck broken and then has to wrestle death for yeah. the rights to his soul or whatever. So it was fun. Yeah. I, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, it. It'd be more fun if people, more people would buy it. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I had so much fun. Like it was funny because I'm like, all right, when death comes... I was like, oh, well, I wonder what's going to happen when he's like, oh, you're going to wrestle death. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you never, you never hear about that wrestling death. Like, yeah. you hear fighting death or, yeah. you know, like shooting death or something. But never have I ever heard of wrestling death. I was like, <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. And, and death is an attitude era guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> no, Jesus is. Oh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus has a no PG era. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. like, he wants, like, the, the, him and the, the devil and this guy make a deal. And, like, Jesus finalizes it or whatever. And Jesus is, like, to, to the devil. like, hey, you want to go? <laughs> he was ready to go right there. He was there, ready man. to go. And then, like, the, the announcer is Gabriel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's some stuff like that. And then there's some, some WWE stuff thrown yeah. in there. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It for me just reading it, it was like like it took me to so many different places, cause like you said, I I've never just imagined wrestling death like just be on that even playing field like you know what this is what I do best so you know what I can wrestle let's wrestle you know what I might not be able to fight you hand to hand I might not be able to out talk you but you know what I can do we can fight <laughs> we can wrestle. Uh, and then for Jesus come in like you know what okay mm-hmm. this is an interesting deal let me take part in this <laughs> I enjoyed it just mm-hmm. reading Thanks, it Thanks. I appreciate y'all and everything mm-hmm. that you've been doing and I hope that you continue to do what you've been doing thanks man yeah thanks man we appreciate it like, like I mean it, it was amazing it was it was so much fun to read like um I've showed it to any like Five six people already. Oh wow! And they all told me the same thing because um for the next pot the previous podcast that we did uh, we had um three other people that came in um and I showed it to them and they were like oh man this is so fun you know they were like they were telling me the same thing they were like wait 
he wrestles death. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, wait, Jesus is there? I'm like, yeah. Exactly. So is the devil. Like, what's going on? Like, it's just such an interesting concept. Like, I never really thought about it like that. <laughs> I would have never thought of that at all. <laughs> but um, what other work are, have you guys done? Um, oh, man. I, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, now. there's a lot going on. Uh, I originally self-published a, a graphic novel. It was originally a four-issue series. And a graphic novel called Judges. Mm-hmm. Um, premise of that is that most evil people in the world are demons in disguise. There's like this, you know, like special forces team of demon fighters called Judges that kind of hunt them down. Um, and then we kind of decided to do our own uh, publishing company, Gorilla mm-hmm. Publishing. And so under that, my next book, which is being printed right now, um, called Kanisha, is going to be under that. And that's about a girl. Um, that whose brother's killed by a police. It takes place in my neighborhood in Gary, Indiana. Much more serious, different from kind of what I've done before. Mm-hmm. Realistic instead of you know the. the it, it's his the, best work, <laughs> and I'm not saying that because it's it's our company and, and stuff like that, <laughs> or you know, it's Gorilla's thing. But um, it is probably his best work, and, I, and again, I'm not saying that to to like butter him up because he's my ride home <laughs> but um no that that book is definitely something that's needed right now uh especially with all the social issues going on and things of that nature the artist who's on it randy randy stewart yeah um, he this is it was yeah. like his first book um he was he just knocked it out of the park like he's an amazing yeah. artist and yeah he's doing some other things now um and he's a younger guy I think he's somebody like you should be watching out for because like yeah, he's definitely. he's he really did a great job on the book. Yeah. Like it, the dramatic parts, like the the book, like how you said is is real life and it deals with stuff going on. And if you read it, you know you kind of have like an emotional attachment because um, that's what a writer's supposed to do is make right. you feel for that character. Um, but the awesome thing about comic books is it gives you that visual too and some of the stuff in there man that randy and, and miller and your inker and and everything did it dude it's breathtaking like there's some like splash pages on there i don't want to give away the book like definitely buy the book but there's one splash oh, page I, in oh there. i am <laughs> i'm just letting you know i am um it, it's so impactful man like you he just showed me the artwork for that page and I didn't even like I called back to it when he showed me the script and it hit me so hard I'm like wow like Randy hit it on the spot like I felt like I was with them during that moment because that's like we see stuff on news that doesn't get captured and he captured that perfectly I think so yeah definitely get Kanisha yeah and then I have no it's fine (laughs) Uh, I have another project that's in like development forever that um, an artist he's working on it uh he has like eight pages left to go so hopefully i'm not gonna say too much about it because i've been talking about it for two years now and so it's (laughs) it's all right if um what's it mcfarland could talk about the spawn movie for like 10 years oh it's coming it's coming it's coming i mean the, the book is uh it's uh my uh it's a prohibition era kind of love story between, but like an interracial couple who are also hitmen, and so that's that's the story. Um, and the art is good on it. It just it just needs to be done. Um, 
And, and it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. No, no, no. This stuff done early. I'm like early. I don't understand what's going on. Because um, most artists, like you have to stay on them a little bit. Be like, hey man, uh, you said you have this done today. Come on, like <laughs> get your stuff in. But like, ooh, it was just like, yeah, um, I was supposed to have this done in two weeks, but it's done now. <laughs> so I got stuff to do, man. <laughs> like, yeah. But um, so I did that, and then we have a. Uh, well, you tell more about the the project that we have that it's going to be a multiple people working on after you talk about. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, like Miller said, we um we we talked about doing a company here and there once in a while, and um and it goes back to what I talked about a little bit earlier, uh about the lab group. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just quick backstory on that. So, uh, I'm really inspired by those who I'm surrounded by. And that's what the, the lab group is. Is like I said, a safe place. A lot of guys who are, in, uh, who are inspired by each other, who push each other and whatnot. So, Miller and, and Adam uh, really were pushing their books to get out there and publishers and stuff like that. And it sucks to see, like, your brothers. I'm not even going to say friends. They're my family. So, you see your brothers upset. Because you know they poured their heart and soul into this project. Regardless how much money it took or whatnot, they don't care. It was like, I'm telling my story because it has to be told at this time. And you see them, like, get rejection letters after rejection letters. Or, no, we don't want this. And um, so I was, I talked to Miller and Adam, like, hey, man, let's, why, why do we got to get the approval from these people? Let's just do it. Let's just go out and do it. And so we had to sit down and whatnot and... We developed uh, Gorilla Publishing. And in that vein of who, why do we need this okay from Marvel, DC? Not knocking Marvel or DC. You know, we, we, <coughs> we're big fans. And because of them, we're able to do what we're doing now. So, you know, no knock to them at all because people like to construe stuff. <laughs> so no knock to anyone. Um, but who says what can be published, what can't be published, and who can help who? So we developed... Uh, Gorilla Publishing, so in that vein, we're, we're trying to do that for others as well. So uh, Ben's book, Kanisha is the first book to be under the Gorilla Publishing lo- uh, thing. You can get printed before mine, actually. <laughs> uh, actually, mine is released before yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've been working on Death Bag, the epic misadventures of Death Bag, which is basically the Grim Reaper dealing with everyday human life. That is hilarious. Uh, the fu- you know, I should change the synopsis on it. It's the frustrations of everyday human life, like going to traffic, dealing with that person who talks during the movie. Um, you know, little things that kind of irritate us and whatnot. It's just like, what does he do? But the bonus thing is he's a heavy metal pizza-eating Grim Reaper <laughs> who's in red. So, um, yeah, it's just that. So, uh, I did three issues. They're all physical, and you can get them on digital, too. Um, but instead of doing a fourth issue, I decided to go ahead and do a trade for uh, for the fourth issue and put it in there. Thank you, sir. For those who don't know what's going on, you won't know. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but um, yeah, so we put the put that out there. So it has all the stories, no ads. 
Um, and then I got to collab with a bunch of people again. Uh, ben wrote a story, Deathbag Goes to the Hood. Um, oh, shit! <laughs> so, yeah, dude, th- we go everywhere in this book. So it's called The Epic Misadventures Holier Than Now Edition. And it's cool, like, the sickle's up there and he's, like, jumping to reach it. There's a burst behind it. Yeah, that's Famine. That's his homie, dude. <laughs> Famine's at, uh, stuck in the 80s hip-hop era. Yeah, Famine looks like <laughs> Flavor Flav. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a lot of Flavor of Love. When I that. Um, but, Show, by the way. <laughs> so, we, I, uh, in that, I was like, man, I'm going to expand the Four Horsemen. Like, who can the Four Horsemen be? Like, my version of the Four Horsemen. So, of course, Death Bag is Death. Famine's a 1980s hip-hop, you know whatever um (laughs) chaos is a scottish war or like war viking ghost and war is johnny cash oh Oh, wait i might get sued by the johnny cash estate (laughs) so war is a johnny cash-esque character johnny cash with a k yeah yeah (laughs) k-a-s um so they we have Death Bag Goes to Brewfest. And that's where you meet the other two members of the Horsemen. Uh, we have Death Bag Goes to Grapple Mania. So there's another wrestling story on there. Oh, okay. Uh, which, I was really looking to oh, my, uh, my buddy Vinny, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, so I'm not even going to try it. Um, he works for Pro Wrestling Tees. He owns a company called Cryptic Closet. He's part of our lab group, too. And this is his first published story. Um, and we'll go into more about him in a minute. Uh, so he wrote Death Bag Goes to Grapple Mania, and it is pun after pun after pun on that thing. Uh, and it's a callback to Jake the Snake Roberts, who's going to be surrounded in my life, period. <laughs> and we, uh, I'll just tell you, his name is Bake the Cake Roberts. Oh. Um, what else we got in there? We have uh, My Pretty Princess Monkey uh, story in there, uh, which comes back from Death Bag Goes to Comic Con. So he goes to a Comic Con in there, and that's written by Adam. Death Bag goes everywhere, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Essentially, I'm, I was told I was Death Bag for a minute, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, screw it. It's, I'm going to deal with like certain things I don't like dealing with, so do that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like 70 pages. The book, 70 pages of stuff. You get a cover gallery from a bunch of amazing artists in there or cover gallery from adam there's a bunch of pinups from a bunch of crazy artists like they're all amazing uh you get a little history of death bag in there uh and that's going to come out next month so we have that so that's a gorilla publishing book uh the next book that we're working on is called tales from the cryptic closet Ooh. uh which goes back to our buddy Vinny, who owns cryptic closet uh he had the idea of doing a horror anthology like a callback to creep show and stuff yeah. like that because he's a huge horror guy obviously if this thing's called cryptic closet <laughs> um so we're we're gonna bring some artists that we or creatives that we worked with with lush this is all Vinny's thing and gorilla publishing's that's gonna be the next book under gorilla publishing um or no, it's it's a 2019 that's October. 2019. Yeah, so this time next year we'll we'll have Tales from the Cryptic Closet done and whatnot. And that I think we we're really trying to go more of a professional level on that. Um, like really think it out and whatnot. Not saying that any other books were just like, hey, we threw it together. <laughs> um, well, but I think like different like one of the main differences is that 
for the lush lab book, we like we all just kind of did our independent stories and then threw them. Just throw them yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we're gonna actually have meetings over mm-hmm. this book and like everybody get together and kind of tell what their stories about. Yeah. Um, because we want to tie together like the creep, like the creep show stuff, like everything tied tied together yeah. back with that host. Yeah. So there's a lot of thought, a lot of planning going into this, and I think this will probably be like one of the marquee books for Guerrilla Publishing. Not saying that Kanisha or, or Deathbag or whatever may come after that, but this one's going to be like the big, if, if it goes well, this will be our annual horror yeah. book. For, the Avengers book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From what I'm hearing, <laughs> this is going to be a universe. It's not just going to be a book. It's not going to be a single well, issues. Well, we'll, You're I mean, tying we'll, everything we'll together we'll to make goes. sure it yeah. works. We the Miller Gorilla Universe. There, yeah, there and, I mean that would be cool. Like you know, everything under Gorilla Publishing is in this one universe. Uh, it kind of seems that way a little bit because we're all we're we're always together, man. Like I, there's not a yeah. day where I don't see this guy or Adam or something <laughs> like that. So it it kind of makes sense that we're all in our own universes, you know, together on that. Yeah, I'll look at my phone and be like, who did he message me today? Is he mad at me or something? <laughs> like, what's going on? Man. Oh, we well, have the same relationship. <laughs> Sometimes well, like, somebody just ignores me. I'm like, oh my God, what yeah. did I do wrong? <laughs> like, we want, we like, because we like the same kind of stuff, except for like, I'm not horror huge, movies. Huge into the horror movies, but or like, my I'll, music. Oh, I mean, like, I'll watch them. It's not, it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> but like, we go see all the superhero movies when they come out. I'm still trying to get him to agree to go to Aquaman. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You're not going to just speed past that. You're not going to watch Occupy? I, I am not a... Uh, I'm not a DCE guy. DCEU, whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, whatever it's called. I'm I'm not. I, Wonder Woman was great. Um, Batman vs. Superman failed me. And I, I think because... And it's my own fault. Because that... What it was supposed to be based off, that Frank Miller Dark Knight thing. Yes. That has so much, not like, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's money. That's a money book. But to me, it's it's more than that. It's it's sentimental to me. Uh, honestly, if it wasn't for that book, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you about comics. You know, um, so that book is in so high regard to me that so, if someone messed it up, okay. which they kind of did, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm done. Like. You guys messed something up. But I think anyone's like that, you know. Especially I completely anything, agree. You know. For, so. for me, it was the last, um, the live action of Avatar, The Last Airbender. That was, that movie was horrible. I, I, I love that cartoon. Ain't, like, okay. that whole movie, like, it hurt my soul. <laughs> because, legit, like, that was one of the things that had got me in animation. It was the one that got me into comics and mangas. And, like, oh, it just let me down a whole path. Like, once you get into it, it's like, okay, what else is like this? What else? And you just start going down this path, and you go down this path. And then when the people or the man wants to make this movie about it and they make it live action and they completely destroy everything that it's supposed to be it's like why are you hurting me <laughs> what, what, what did I do to you personally that they, you want to attack me they were like, got our money like, <laughs> they were like how can we screw with Ernest today <laughs> exactly. let's like, make I the avatar <laughs> I completely understand because like there is 
I completely understand. We'll yeah. just leave it at that. So that that's why I'm on the fence with DC stuff, like DC movies, like Marvel. Even though Marvel isn't like 100% based off the the legit Comments. stuff. Yeah. I do think I'm getting you to Shazam though. I, yeah, I'm gonna see Shazam. Shazam yeah. fun. <laughs> just because it looks like I'm gonna go like in my head, it's like I'm gonna go see a comedy with a superhero. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So, but to be honest, like the movie that I'm most excited about is that uh, animated Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that was Morales. Like that into that the Spider Verse. That I'm really excited about. Yeah, me too. You know, just seeing that because I'm like, that's gonna be good. Like. We'll probably go see it the Thursday it comes out. I might keep my daughter out of school the next day so she can come see <laughs> it. Like, I haven't talked to my wife about this, but... <laughs> so it's probably not going to happen. But, uh, but I, that's what I want to do. I'm like... We'll keep Spider-Man. you updated. We'll keep you updated <laughs> as to how much trouble I'm in. I mean, <laughs> but it's amazing. You have so many different... You have oh, Spider-Pig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have so many different... Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. You have so many different... Spider-Man Noirs. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing to finally see that visually conceptualized. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who read the comics have always had that visual and that personal perception of it, but to see it come together in the movie theater, like it's so it's everything. Like Spider Man has been my personal hero for a long time. I have the nickname <laughs> Spider Man, even though I've never been in New York. But like he's just that kid. That has all this great potential that he continuously fails, and he conti- he has these idols. He has Iron Man, who continues like, you know what, you're great, but you're just not good enough. On but, the movies, yeah, yeah like the movies, yeah. I personally love the whole Spider-Man mythos, like everything about it, and then to see this all visualized and come From together. From the movie, I like anime. Of course, you like anime. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen the movies for Spider-Man movies? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the Anime? new one? Yeah, 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 yeah. The new one. No, no, oh, not, not oh, the older one. I was like, like, wait, which? Hey, man, <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. I mean, like, whatever you into. <laughs> it's like, no, we're gonna have to have a talk. <laughs> what is oh, it? Melissa Tomei? Yeah, yeah. Melissa Tomei. She's in the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Play stripper. Oh, wait. <laughs> she is in the wrestler, yeah. Yep. But, um, Again, Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> everything, everything, everything back, back, back to Jake the Snake Roberts. Did you meet Jake the Snake Roberts? I, I, I had. Was that creative? No, I met him at Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's a story for another day, my friend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We're not ready for that. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, so we're really excited about the future of Gorilla. Um, and it's Gorilla, not like the 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 monkey, like gorilla, like underground. You, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like how we approach things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we're just underground creators trying to find other people like minded, you know, people that are trying to do what we're trying to do, and aren't necessarily conformed to any kind of no rules, no rules mm-hmm. kind of thing. You, you know what I mean? And it's like, and it's it's it's, it's really good because like. Before Kanisha was with another company, and like all of a sudden, like they were excited about it, and then all of a sudden, like they weren't, and now that company's kind of like snuggling up to like the alt right and whatever, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, oh, okay, that's why I got canceled. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm kind of glad because I'm just like, because I probably would have pulled it from them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but just just in. And uh, just in, like, now being able to do our own thing, I'm more excited about that. 
than working for anybody else. I mean, like, I understand, like, since he's an artist, like, there's going to be art gigs for him to do other stuff because, like, he's worked for Aftershock doing a cover and stuff like that. And, like, I'm not saying that, like, if somebody's like, hey, we'll pay you to write something, I'll say no because... We got bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're if you're if you're listening to this and you're thinking like I'm gonna do a comic to make money, you are wrong. Like you're not gonna make money. Mo- no, I'm like not it's I'm broke. You're gonna lose oh, money. I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean like especially if you're a writer because you gotta pay somebody to do it. Like he can like like draw it and color it and everything himself. I gotta find somebody and pay them. I'm in the hole before the thing even comes out. <laughs> you know, and so, um. So, yeah, like, it's just a really weird situation, you know. So, if in, unless, like, something big happens, like it, like one of those books that catches fire or the right person picks up and is like, hey, this would make a good movie or TV show. Like, that's, that's yeah, you make money that way. But it's really more about just wanting to tell stories, you know, I and for- wanting to do stuff. I forgot another title that we're dropping at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, we, we actually have three... Or Gorilla has three books coming out this year. And it what we only got like two months left. Mm-hmm. Two months yeah, left. Yeah, so we, we we have since the last time you've seen us, we've been busting butt, dude. Like no, no lie. Uh the third book that's coming out this year is uh, a passion project of mine and it's under Gorilla. And I pitched I, I pitched it just how we like would to anyone else and so I pitched it to our our CEO of Gorilla and um was like, Hey man, I have an idea uh, like I like sketchbooks. Guy, I mean, when you go to Arts Alley, you like to pick up the sketchbooks, right? Um, and I haven't tapped. I don't think I tapped into everything I can do. So you guys see like what I can do in botched and, and death bag, and that's more of the like illustrator, like cartoony. <laughs> but I'm I'm classically trained as an artist too. So I went through the whole thing, like fine arts and everything, uh, portraits and still lifes and all that stuff. And I, I mean, in order for you. To me, to be an artist, you have to know all the rules, all the methods in order to break it and make your own style. I agree. You know, and that's with any art, music, dance, uh, video games, everything. You got to know all the Coding. Like, that's a whole That's an art form, man. Um, So, uh, I pitched the idea of a book called Book of Voices. And uh, we all have that one thing, like, like we were talking about earlier. What I said before, <laughs> um, uh, that that like grabs you, whether it's in your happiest moment, it was the thing that that consoled you when you were sad, um, or anything, or really pissed you off, anything like that. So music, music's a big thing for me. I, I played guitar, I was in bands and stuff like that, but music's always been my. It's been there for me when I needed it, and it was. It's always been there for me. It's like one of my biggest loves so there's always been lyrics that grab you you know that you're yeah. like damn i can relate to that whether it's it's anything is if it hits you it hits you it could be like <laughs> pop music and you're like hey man whatever you know what? <laughs> tyler swift said man it really got to me bro <laughs> but it, it don't matter what it is if it if it gets to you it gets to you so um it's 50 56 different vocalists that I'm doing portraits of, oh, and it's it's lines from the songs that grabbed me, and to to go back and remember 56 lyrics, man, of 56 different people, it's crazy, but it ranges. It's from different decades, different genres, 
of music. So we have some punk. We have, of course, Johnny Cash, the legit Johnny Cash, <laughs> not with a K. Um, we have uh, metal, rock. Uh, I'm punk. Punk. Yeah, I think punk, yeah. hip hop. You know, because uh, I, like I said, music's my thing. So I, I'll try any, any, any music. And if it doesn't grab me, it's not for me, but I'm not knocking it for, you know, man, country sucks. No, I am a huge Johnny Cash fan. I'm like slowly getting into Willie Nelson right now, which no one, no one, he probably just heard that right now. Like, when you listen to Willie Nelson, yeah, you know, uh, if anyone goes, hey, man, try this out, I would give it a listen. And if I, you know, if it captures me, it captures me. Um, but yeah, dude, it goes way back. Like, my parents gave me music. My grandmother gave me music. So it's. This is like legitly me pouring myself out uh, in a sketchbook style. Uh, it's handwritten, so the lyrics are handwritten from me on there. Uh, of course, everything's hand drawn and stuff like that. And that's uh, we're gonna have a Kickstarter. Gorilla's gonna do a Kickstarter for that on November sixteenth, uh, which is a Friday, and we'll be pushing that and whatnot. So you'll see it on you know the, on our website, our Gorilla's website, Gorilla's Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine. So that's the third third book we got coming out this year so gorillas we're 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 like yeah gorilla and next you know it's like yeah we got three books like what other companies do you know that start off from like we grill you know with three books yeah three books already and it's like different things so we're trying it's not we're trying to grab you it's this is who we are and if you can relate cool if you can't you know then you don't but maybe we have varied interests and out and like and no knock into what anybody else is trying to do. But, like, I personally get bored when I go down Artist Alley and see everybody's trying to do their own take on a superhero. Yeah. Because it's like, man, like, first of all, that's a tough road. Because everybody already has the superheroes they know. But secondly, it's just like, why not do something different? Why not do something that, uh, like, that, that you want to say? Like, maybe you really have a superhero story you want to tell. And that's fine, but like I feel like some people like it's comics. It's got to be superheroes, yeah. and it it doesn't. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, and see, and that's the craziest part. Um, because <laughs> like uh, me and Ernest, um, we are into coding, mm-hmm. so we're uh, software developers. And uh, when we get together with, with like the whole or everybody, like my introduction has always been like, oh, he he has over four thousand comic books. And everybody always asks me, like, what kind of superheroes are there? In- are you into? And I'm like, well, they're not all superhero comics. Mm-hmm. You do know that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, there's other stuff that's not superhero. I'm like, there's so much stuff that so is not much. superhero. And at the same time, it's so much, but it's so little that that's what kind of grasps me sometimes. Yeah. And like, I mean, yeah, you come in, you probably see more superhero stuff than not. But um, I love other stuff that's not superhero related. And that's like uh, <laughs> more... Um, it's like more original, more diverse. Like, um, mm. like so when I saw, um, what was it? Um, Image Comics when they started coming up oh, with yeah. with all their comics, mm. they're not superhero related. I was like, you know what? This is what I want to go in. What what I want to get into now, because like I stopped following Marvel, I stopped following DC, and I started following Image. And when I saw, um, when I when I saw you guys at Joliet, when I saw um, the books you guys uh had created, and when I talked to you guys. That's when I'm like, you know what? These are the some of the books I want to I want to start picking up. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna continue. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, we we appreciate it. You know, it's it's 
it's just something that like we were trying to do something different and i know there's a lot of like indie companies and stuff like that 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 don't just do superhero books or whatever um but we're just kind of trying to bring in everybody who uh, you know at gorilla we just thought like let's bring in everybody who has a, a voice and you know something they want to say you know and not necessarily like leave the leave the 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 game of it out you know what i mean like i don't care who you know yeah. you, you know what i mean like that doesn't impress me like people are like well i know this guy i'm like oh good for you and <laughs> <laughs> that i don't really care like if you know that guy and that guy can get you a job that's fine but like because that's what most companies are anymore it's politics just, it's all about yes. like the politics of who mm-hmm. you know and how you know like yeah. oh that's, yeah that, that's Trust the me. corporate world oh yeah it's period. all about who you know not what you know like that's what uh that's one one thing that we learned <laughs> it's not what you know like for example like we know we're four languages and computer languages but it's more of who you know mm-hmm. and that, that's something that it's in every single industry oh yeah every yeah. single industry is the same thing it's not what you know it's who you know and that kind of sucks yeah. <laughs> it does because you're like because it's like are you really getting the the best mm-hmm. in in the, in those in those in those situations if you're if you're just like well i know this guy we're friends we we drink together so <laughs> you know like he must be like he's gonna be the next big deal at whatever big company and it's like well maybe but you know and like the, you know, some of the big companies now are like they're not even hiring comic book writers anymore like they only want to hire people who've worked on movies. What's hot right now? Movies or yeah. like have written like social pieces or whatever, and it's just like okay, but then like there's a reason why the books aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes it's like this person doesn't know how to write a comic book, but they're writing a novel and in like 24 pages, it's not gonna work. Um, but you know, like so we just kind of wanted to do our thing, you know, and like. You know, and like, and people are, and I know, like, as soon as we, like, get, get a little bit of buzz on the website, because there's everybody, there's a lot of people trying to break in. They're gonna be like, "Are you taking submissions?" And I think it's like, don't, don't send me something, because like, I, I'm not gonna get to get to it. Like, I've got to have. I think have a full we, time. we need to reword that a little different. <laughs> <laughs> what I said, I think we need to reword that a little different. Like, don't, it, don't just be like, "Hey, we got a submission policy. Send this to us." Yeah. You know, because like. The problem is, like, I've got another job. I'm doing this on the side. I've got a kid. It That all takes time out of my life. I'm much... And for me, like, if you really want it, like, you'll be willing... And we're kind of the opposite of other companies. I want you to come up to me at a show and be like, this yeah. is what I'm working yeah. on. And pitch me in real life. Because to me, like, first of all, that takes guts. Because, like, just to walk up yes. to somebody and then be like, that... Because they could say, you know, that's a really dumb idea. You know, I mean, I won't say that to nobody. I'm like, that. <laughs> like, if I say that's interesting, that's, 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 my, idea. that's, that's, that's my way of saying, like, that's, that's really, really interesting, dumb. man. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I want people. Is that to, why you denied, like, four of my books? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, like, you haven't pitched me anything that I, that I, I deny. Don't play, don't play with me like that. But, You're like, um, yeah, like, yeah I haven't pitched anything except this and this. <laughs> keep like I told you before. <laughs> the only thing we need to keep is your name. Yeah. <laughs> but, trash everything else. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I, I mean, that's kind of, like, where I, we're, we're at. But, like, we... You know, and, like, we don't have a lot of money to put behind you. So, like, if you're not ready to hustle, yeah, then you're, 
go look somewhere else because like we're not like we don't have money. Like I, I didn't hit the Powerball, so I did. So we don't <laughs> have money. Um. So yeah, so we're. I mean, we're we're just trying to do this thing at Gorilla and hoping that other people enjoy what we do. We're gonna start um, twenty nineteen doing cons as Gorilla. Yeah, so that's you gonna know, be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be weird to like kind of see the reaction. Um. But it's cool at the same time. Yeah. You know, because it's, again, a bunch of guys who work together who just finally said, screw it, let's let's run. You know, <laughs> like, why why are we, we're, we're going the same place. We are achieving this one thing. We're all, we're in it together again. So why are we pushing each other back or, or you know, okay, and I'm, I'm not saying that because we all promoted each other. Yeah. But. Why are we in competition with yeah. each other? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any and, sense. And there's, there's a lot of crews, a lot of comic book crews. Like, I'm sure there's cools, crews and, like, podcasts, yeah, coding, the, every, every, and everything. Yeah. There's clicks. <laughs> Always. But we, we came out with the mentals, like, and Adam is a bit advocate for this as well. Is like, why are we fighting each other? Why is everyone mm. competition? No, we're all in this together. Let's keep creating. Let's push each other up. Just like in humanity, man. Like, we need to stop hating on one another and... Mm praise each other and, and man you'd be amazed like how much stuff will be easier or much happier <laughs> we'll be because honestly man i started this five years ago and this has been the best five years of my life regardless of the financial stuff or whatnot but you know what i can i can say i did things i made memories um granted you know, some things didn't go how they, they were supposed to or how we thought we're, they were supposed to. But you know what, man? I Like I said, I gained brothers, si uh, a sister. Um, I'm making books. Like, when I was little, my dream was when I'm 30 years old, I'm draw Batman. <laughs> I'm 34 years old. I have not drawn Batman, <laughs> but I'm published ten, like at least like 10 times. Yeah. I've worked for Marvel and Upper Deck. I've worked for Aftershock. And the book I worked on is becoming a show for Universal Studios. Okay. So, and I'm a comic book artist now. Like, a legit, like, it finally clicked in, like, today before we came <laughs> here. It was like, damn, I'm, I'm, I am what I said I was going to be when I was a kid. Again, it's not Marvel or DC, but, man, this has been an amazing ride. And now developing Guerrilla Publishing with family, mm. it's like, how much more can this get, dude? Like, this is mm. amazing. Like, right, like I feel alive right now. Like, all the stuff, like my 9 to 5 or, or whatever, yeah, that that's my backer. That's my silent partner. They're providing me with money to go to and publish and, and do this. So, you know, it sucks. I have to do a 9 to 5, and I'm, I'm up to 2, 3 in the morning working on a book, and I'm tired. I'm dragging butt. But, man, like, I get I got to meet you guys, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about this stuff, and hopefully someone else, like, is listening and goes, man, if those two, like, scumbags from <laughs> Northwest Indiana can do it, you know, why can't I? And, you know, it's, it's just great, dude. Like, Well, yeah, I mean, I'll say the reason that I, I make – like, I, I mean, I've loved comics. I like writing. The reason that I actually went ahead and went for it was because of a podcast. Um, I, was sit, I was sitting at home, and my daughter had just come home from the hospital. Um, and I was sitting there holding her. I was uh, listening, 
to one of Kevin Smith's uh, Smodcasts. Okay, Kevin Smith. <laughs> and, like, he's always just like, man, if you want to do it, just do it. If you want to make something, make it. I was like, you know what? He's daggone right. I'm going to go out and I'm going to make a comic. It took longer to get that first issue out than what I thought it would because, you know, I had to learn what I was doing. I had to, you know, get money together, you know, things like that. And, like, it's a sacrifice. But, yeah, I mean, that that's what kind of spurred me on to, like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this and see where it goes. You know, because I've always... I've loved, like, I didn't grow up on comics because, like, it was one of the, like, 9,000 things that was the devil in my house. Um, but, like... Oh, I feel you. I had a Ricky Bobby house. No, not Ricky Bobby. Uh, oh, man. Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah. Like, it was Bobby like, Boucher. Yeah. It was like, people are always like, did you watch this as a kid? Like, no, that was the devil. Um, but my, my, my tenacious mama Well, your mama is your mama. mama. Um, no, Colonel Sanders, your mama. <laughs> Oh, but man. uh but yeah so like i really discovered like comics as a medium because like when I, when I was a kid i liked to read and then like you go through high school and stuff and it's like you don't get to read anything that you want to read like it's all assigned reading yeah. and so you get like tired of it and so like i was like i don't really like to read and then like a guy on my floor in college was like he's like i got this you know graphic novel and that's really the first time i'd heard that term you know, and I would always like superhero stuff. He's like, it was called The Watchmen. He's like, you should read it. Ooh. And so that's my that's my first book that I really set. You know, other than like maybe like Disney comics or something or whatever. Like when I would hide at the spinner rack at the at the at the grocery store, my mom was shopping and, pre- and pre- read stuff that I wasn't supposed to because it was the devil. Um, but uh, your mom's gonna listen to this. She's gonna be like, <laughs> no, but like my mom is like. She's changed. Like, my, my, my parents have changed. And like, yeah, we were a little off. We listened to a little bit too much focus on the family. You know, whatever. But, uh, so, the, I read this book. And I'm like, this is amazing. And so, like, then the next the next thing that he gave me was, like, the reprints of the Hard Traveling Heroes uh, Green Lantern Green Arrow series. Oh. Which is an amazing series. And, like, I'm a, like... I don't hide it. Like, I'm a real liberal, you know, person, like, you know, liberally, politically, and everything like that. And so that's kind of, with that series kind of looks at that, you know, from that, uh, you know, in Green Arrow. That's when I kind of, like, fell in love with Green Arrow, and that became, like, my favorite character. So for a long time, I was reading trades and stuff like that. Wasn't really buying books. Then I started buying them offline, you know, and then um, it was weird. I was at, like, this indoor garage sale thing. And there's this guy there, and he's like, "Yeah, I got a comic shop," and I'm like, and it was Jim, and I was like, I was like, "Okay, well, I'll come out." And so I've been going there for like years, years now and stuff because you know it's a it's called Creative Comics. It's in Griffith, Indiana. <laughs> we gotta plug Jim and Creative, uh, man. Let, let me just say the re- the reason like we did that is because he has been he's the most supportive guy to indie yeah. comic creators like you could imagine. Like, we say, we got this coming out, we got a Kickstarter, we got something to promote. He's like, come into the shop on Wednesday, I'll have a table set up for you. And we we could be in the shop buying books, and there could be other, like, just people looking for indie stuff. Mm -hmm. We're not set up nothing. We're just there as a customer. (laughs) And he goes, oh, well, that's Ben Miller and that's Julio Guerra. They do books. You should talk to them. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's not making any money off of us at all. Yeah. But he's like... 
telling them to see our stuff, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and that goes back to the corporate America. Like, he's not sitting there and going, okay, give me a kickback. He was yeah. like, hey, did that guy ever buy books from you? And we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great, man. Like, it's a win. Like, he was yeah. like, I got to help you guys, man. And it, that dude, that dude in that shop, man, I like he said, we, we push it because just he has a passion for it. Uh, and we had another buddy who was like that man who who sadly passed, who was a big advocate for for indies too. Yeah. He just wanted us all to make it. But um, yeah, man, definitely. If you guys are ever in Northwest Indiana, stop by his shop, man. He would he he will bend his back, helping you finish a collection, <laughs> find that figure you're looking for, or push anything you're doing. Yeah, he was like, oh, you're doing a wrestling event? Yeah, I'll sponsor it. Oh, you guys got a podcast? Oh, yeah. How can I help you? He is the greatest, like, advocate for anyone trying or uh, doing something, period. It could be anything, man. Like, he holds art contests for kids. Like, he just had one. And his thing was like, oh, uh, IDW was doing the comic fest that just happened. So, it's like free comic book day, but in Halloween. Yeah. Uh, And so, he did a, a, a kid's art contest. And the winner got... Like art prints made, they got to come out to the shop, sign the prints. Like for a little kid, man, like how amazing is that for a kid? You know, and you don't know what's gonna happen, man. That kid can go back and be like, oh, because of you, this is now the life I'm working. That I chose. Yeah, you know, you never know what's gonna happen, but he's he's playing it forward, man. And mm. for everybody, like there's guys who's published that he's friends with, and he's like, make sure you buy their copy of this title because my buddy so-and-so is working on it. Mm. You know, he'll push anybody, dude. It's yeah. it's a, it, it's great, man. He's so, a great guy. Just for those that's listening, I need you to say the name of the company one more time, the guy that's running it. Uh, it's it's Jim at Creative Comics in Griffith, Indiana on, what is that? Broad. Broad. It's on Maine. You have to turn off Broad, right? Yeah, it's Broad and Maine. Broad, and, broad and Maine. Maine. Yeah, we'll put the link up for everybody to follow. Cool. <laughs> All right, okay. so um, I, I, I guess this would be the last question like for, before we end Cutting this podcast. Cutting us on time, man. We're well, going over. <laughs> Cutting us off. I but, got um, a question, too. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to make him work today, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Two more questions. What's your question? For my question, personally, is... There's so much. There's so many things in the world that drive me, and there's so many things like I have a son that I want to really work for and make sure that he's established. And he, and I just want to ask, like, my philosophy that drives me is pain can coexist, which means simply everybody comes from a different background. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own struggle. Just respect that struggle. No individual struggle is greater than anybody else's. Um, it just really boils down to everybody is equal. Right. You can't, I can't judge you on what you've been through because I haven't been through it. But you can't judge me on what I've been through because you haven't been through it. It's just everybody's equal. Everybody's been through struggles. It's different, but we're all the same, on the same platform. Mm-hmm. What is the single philosophy that you use to live your lives? Oh wow! Um, that's that's, that's a, a great that's question. a great question. That's like the wrong question to ask me today. And it's, <laughs> it's philosophical. Oh, um, kind of off topic. Like my 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 philosophy is um, just love God, and love people, and the rest will work itself out. 
Because, like, if you just love everybody, like, and treat everybody with respect, like, you're not going to, like, have problems. You, you know what I mean? It's when you start being being rude. Yeah. Start being, you know, different, like, acting some kind of way with people. You know, if you just treat everybody with love and respect, then then you're not gonna then you're not gonna have pro- you know problems with people. I mean, <laughs> I mean obviously there's always gonna be a few people out there that just like no matter what you, you know, do, it's gonna you be want to watch the world burn. But um, <laughs> like jokers, <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, there are in real life people that like no matter how nice you are to them, they're gonna hate you, and that's fine. Yes. You know, but like, and, you know, just trying your best to, you know, treat it. And that was something I was raised with. Is like. It, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. You treat that person with respect. Like, if it, he's the guy that's sweeping up the floor, you treat that guy with respect. You treat that's a person, him like the CEO. That, that's, yeah. yeah, that's a person no matter who it is. That's a person that, you know, like, he's a he's just, you know, he's a person, he's a child of God or whatever, and you treat that person with respect. And so I've kind of just carried that through, and, like, no matter who you are, no matter your situation, like, you deserve respect as a human being. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what about you, Julio? Man. Good. Sorry if I get a, I apologize in advance if I get a little emotional on this or, or whatnot. Oh, that's okay. This is the time. So, um, as a Hispanic, you know, um, grandmothers take priority. They're the heads of the household and everything like that. My grandmother was a very um, open-minded, revolutionary-type woman. Uh, When I say revolutionary, I don't mean, like, going to fight wars and stuff like that, but always to evolve, you know. Let's learn those things from the past. Give honor those things in the past. Learn from those things in the past and continue to progress as people. Uh, And that was her thing. And we we were extremely tight knit, man. That was my best friend. That was my my everything. Um, and she never saw anything bad in anyone. You can do her wrong. Um, she was actually mugged a few times, but in like even in that situation, she wasn't mad at that person, dude. Like she was like, he needed it more than I did, and that's okay. Um. After she passed and everything, I was in, in dark times. And this goes what to Miller was saying uh, just quite a bit ago. If you're just constantly in hate and you hate everything, dude, it is going to be the darkest times you will ever have, ever. But if you, you sit there and, like, everything happens for a reason and honor your past and continue to move forward and look at the things that, like, okay, I didn't agree with that person or how that person did that. Well, how can I make it better for me? And I'm in that similar similar situation. What can I do to resolve it and move forward and continue to be good? Um, so that's my thing, man. Like everyone I come across, and it's like how you said too, Ernest. Um, everyone struggles different. Everyone's backgrounds different, and this goes period, man. And everything, just life in general. You can your coworkers, your your employees. The CEOs, everything, because everybody works under someone, but we all have one. We all have one person we work for, and, and that's God. Yeah. Um, and this is really weird for me to say, because I'm not like uh, a openly religious person. I'm like spiritual and stuff like that. But um, we all serve one person, 
and and we are we're all here to help each other we're all family we're all brothers and sisters and uh it's like how we're talking throughout the whole podcast the reason why we plug these other people is because they regardless if they're religious or not they're still following the one thing that brought us together is like love each other and and just keep going man so that's my thing is um I might not agree with you on things, and that's okay. We're not supposed to. You know, if we were supposed to, everybody would be the same. The world would be bleak, and we wouldn't be talking about <laughs> comics, and you know, because we will all have the same idea. But that's what makes things interesting. It's about how you go about it with that person and things of that nature. So just supporting men and, and loving and, and taking care of one another, regardless if you, if you don't like that person, man, still show that, that person love. Because you, you don't know what's going on. And we, we're both youth workers, too. So we both work with kids. And seeing, you know, the amount of kids we see, man, and, and stuff like that. You don't know what the kid what the kid is, man. So if kids are dealing with that, we're, we're just bigger versions of kids, if you think about it. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we just got more problems now. As opposed to be like, oh, man, I'm going to be late watching this Batman episode. Now we're just like, oh, man, our bill going to be late if I don't pay this. <laughs> um, but just love one another, man. That's my whole thing. Is like I won't come, you know, not everything's my cup of tea. And that's cool. You know, my stuff might not be your cup of tea. But, hey, man, you're doing your thing. Keep going. You know, so that's that's I think we're all on the same page on, on that one. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. What's your second question, Ernest? <laughs> that, was, that was my final question. I'll <laughs> let you end it. Okay, so um, I got one question that um, I learned I learned while um, in our so- software development group, but um, legacy is something that you carry every day. It's something that you leave behind every day. It's not something you leave behind once you die, but it's something. It's like a a lifelong everyday kind of legacy that you create that you create every day so um what kind of legacy do you want to do with your work and with your i guess you could say if you want to say your personal but i mean most often your work we yeah, want yeah to- no oh, okay. i mean yeah as far as my work i just i just like to have, have people that say like i wrote well i wrote good stories and they that they meant something to them you know, they, they felt something or maybe even made them think about something they didn't think about before. Um, I mean, that's kind of... And, and along with that, um, I always want to be known as the guy that had enough time to talk to people. Because there's a lot of guys, you know, now they're big. And they don't have time to talk to that kid that wants to do their book or whatever. And I never want to be that guy. Like... I don't care how long my line is. Like I'm, I'm gonna be. Like if there's somebody that says they want to do this, I want to be able to spend time and talk to them about how, you know, how they can do things and 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 them things. You know, because like, I mean, I know for a fact. Like there's some people that like message me online a lot or whatever, and other creators get mad when people are always messaging them, asking them questions and stuff. But like. You you forget that you used to be that that, that person guy. that guy, yeah. so don't don't act like now that you've made it like you're somehow better than them or whatever. Because I mean you don't know they <laughs> they might be better than you. So it's like just 
that's that's a big part of like from a come on from a business aspect always being willing to to help the other the guy that you used to be you know what i mean that was they're asking the questions about how can i do this and you know but like as far as from a story perspective i i, I guess i kind of just want to write stories that matter you know what i mean some of my favorite like comic guys um denny o'neill is a big influence and i felt like he wrote stories that mattered like and didn't necessarily like find a solution to problems, but he presented problems that were there, you know. And so that that's kind of what I would like mine to be. Oh man, um, <laughs> why you you keep asking us hard questions, man? <laughs> In the video, you asked us a hard question. <laughs> Ask us another hard question. Oh man, next next time we do this, I want to see a list of questions. <laughs> um, that way, yeah, they need to be pre-approved. <laughs> I want to be able to answer honestly (laughs) and not feel like a jerk. No. Um, (laughs) Man. um, Work-wise, I sent... I I call him Miller, so... But Ben. um, (laughs) Because I have two friends named Ben. So I got to... It's Big Ben and Little Ben. And I don't want to call him... And Little Ben is the the bear. (laughs) And I don't want to call him Little Ben... (laughs) So, it was little Ben was the bear, right? I think so. Okay. (laughs) It all comes back to the panda. Jake the Snake Roberts and the panda. And what else? And I've told you before. We're all... Man. Um, No, but uh, legacy-wise, I sent Miller and and my girlfriend a message uh, last month or something. Not too long ago. And uh, I told, I, I gave him a promise, and that promise was any little kid, or any kid who comes up to my my table, I'll do a sketch for him, no matter what. I don't, I don't, I don't want money. I just, you know, if they're like, here's my book, hell yeah, I'll draw on that book in quickness. Uh, for every veteran, any anyone who's serviced um, me. I won't say the country. Uh, we we'll talk about that, you know, <laughs> off, off, yeah, or something. <laughs> but anyone who's helped make my life better, uh, how you know whatever goes on, uh, and which is veterans and, and first responders, things of that nature. Man, I'll, I'll hook them up. Uh, I promise never to be that guy, and I'm not knocking any artists, any celebrities, nothing like that. That. The con opens at 10 o'clock and they show up at 11.30 or 12 and have a hundred and something people at their table. I'm never going to be that guy. Um, because me as a fan, it sucks. Yeah, you know? Been yeah, you've I've been, been there. there. I've been, been on there. the other side. We will. And, and, and it sucks, man. Like, i not saying I paid money, but you affected me in this way that I'm willing to wait for you to meet you. Because you affected my life somehow, whether it's a book or your art or something like that. But them three seconds, man, that you have with that person mean more to that person. You know, you you never know. So I, I don't want to take that away from anybody. Um, and what was the other one? The other promise? I, it was like four promises. Don't, don't look it up. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but but that that's what I want to do. I want to be that guy like that you can talk to, uh, like Miller said. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I had this stuff when I was 
trying to break in and and all that. So I want to play it forward. That's that you know that kept the ball moving and and gave those. And 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 gorilla is basically I think my work legacy because, like I said, it was it was hurtful, man. Seeing my brothers like question if they're good enough, man, and that that should, oh. That that hurts. <laughs> oh, you could curse. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying B. Uh, but it hurts, man, because you see these dudes that inspire you, that you talk to every day, man, and they're just like, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I got it in me. So for those people who are like either on the fence or I don't know if I got it in me, I want to be able to do that for them. What 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 was given to me by Jim and Creative because he dropped. He name dropped Aftershock first. But if it wasn't for Jim at Creative Comics, I would have never gotten that that Aftershock's gig. And he, he'll he probably listen to this and yell at me later. He was like, no, it was your talent. And he'll tell me too. But no, man, that dude stuck up for me and said, hey, this kid puts in the work. I think he needs this thing. And and it goes back to our that kind of question that you asked us too about philosophy. It's just play it forward. So that that would be my work legacy. Um, me personally, man, just uh, a guy who cares, who uh, who tried to put on like a hard exterior that wants to fight for everyone. Um, I'm a big, uh, you know, everyone is created equal guy. Um, so whatever I can do, you can do, she can do, he, she can do. Uh, non-binary zero zero one can do. I'm gonna get all kinds of flack for that right now, but you know, like we're all, you know, we're we all can do it, no matter what your preferences are. But if you're done wrong, man, I'll stick up for you. You know, if I think you've done wrong, and I, I think that's my my personal thing is, you know, he he stuck up for this person or, or whatnot. So yeah. Okay, so uh, where can people go to find you guys, to contact with you guys, or to find your work? Um, you can go to Grill Publishing on Instagram for me, and you can go to what's yours is Laguerra the Art. Or no, no, the Art on Instagram is Arte the Guerra, and I, I like how I spanglish the hell out of everything <laughs> right now. But yeah, Arte the Guerra. Can you spell yeah. it real quick? Yeah, A R T E D E G U E R R A. That's my Instagram. Uh, you can find us at Gorilla, Gorilla Publishing Co. Right? No, group. Group. Dot com. Dot com. Mm. I'm, I'm, we, hey, I, we've been working on books. <laughs> it, yeah, here's the thing about that. Like We were like, we just want to do Gorilla Publishing. Somebody owned the thing, but they don't have a sign up. We were like, tried to contact them. We couldn't get anybody. Trying to, to buy them out. So who, if you're listening to this mm. guy who owns Gorilla Publishing dot com, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> you want to type that out? Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, Gorilla. So Gorilla Publishing Group uh, dot com, and then like, um, yeah, I mean, probably don't contact me on Facebook as much, just because like, <laughs> but I mean, Twitter. I think I'm still Ben Miller, but we're gonna switch that over yeah. to. Real publishing. Once I figure out how to do it, Twitter for me is LGDA seven twenty six. Yeah. So, but yeah, probably Instagram is like where I yeah do the most the most updates, and then through the website and stuff is where you're gonna be able to like yeah. buy the books once we get the yeah, store yeah. fully set up and the books are released. Uh, um, digitally, you can buy our books on ComicCentral.com. That's yeah. C O M I X Central.com. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, um, I think that's that's uh, a wrap for us today. Um, thank you for tuning into another episode of Geek Studios. Uh, make sure to like us, subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, every single social media out there. Um, make sure to follow uh, Ben and um, Julio in all their social media. Get in contact with them and definitely pick up their books because they're amazing. And um, thank you guys so much. And until next time. Until next time. I'm Ernest. Julio. Ben. And Miguel and Tank. Even though he doesn't have a mic, but Tank. <laughs> I like that you gave us cues for that one this time. <laughs> <laughs>